Spinebuster Sports presents The Feast, hosted by Sox Sanchez. Dirty Harrys, welcome Dirty Harrys, The Feast, Spinebuster Sports. Sox here, Feezy over there. What up party people? Welcome to episode 15 on this December 7th episode with Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Bart Star. There you go. Tim Tebow. Vinny Del Negro. Dustin Pedroia. Maurice Richard. Vinny Johnson. Dick Trickle. And one of my favorites, Vince Carter. Slamma Jamma. I have to throw a NASCAR driver in there every week for you. Yeah, turn it right. <laughs> I still need to do that. I'm still petitioning. Right. I'm not going to watch it until they turn right. Uh, welcome to this week's episode. Is everybody uh, ready for Christmas shopping and snowy roads and Michigan ice ice roads in Michigan? Oh, so ready. Good, good. Uh, don't fall behind in Christmas shopping. That's for you, Joe. Don't break your phone. <laughs> uh, today's episode, we're going to talk to the hand, per usual, because that's what's going on right now. We're going to full spread it, talk about some college football playoff. I'm going to pick what I think will be fun bowl games. Not that it's going to matter because it will trump me anyway. And then Poetry Corner is coming back today, this week. That's that's pretty hot. Yeah, I've missed Poetry Corner. Yeah, I missed it too. And then questions. Yeah, questions. From you know, Facebook. Yeah, we got some good ones this week. You know, some nice last minute ones today that came in from some people participating for, for the first time too. Ooh. And, you know, our regulars who somebody, love us so much. Somebody gets a sticker. <laughs> somebody gets a, start, a smiley face. Yeah. Nice job. This is a good one. This is a good one. This is a happy face. This is also a good one. Uh, Feezy. Sir. Weak. Good. Nice. You know, uh, work was busy. Uh-huh. You know, really good for the Michigan game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend all around. Um, you know, got to work Saturday at 4 o'clock, and at 4.10, had to kick a couple out for uh, the girl giving the guy a blowjob in the handicaps to all the ladies' room. Wonderful. Yeah, it's Portage, folks. Yeah. It's fucking Portage. They were rooting for Cincinnati. Apparently. Yeah. SNL How, comes back this week. Ooh. Christmas time, SNL. Christmas time is always a good season. It's been a pretty solid season so far. I'm happy for it. Good. Uh, also, you know, it's Christmas movie season. It is. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Die hard. Die hard. Yeah. Christmas story. Which I don't typically watch until it's on 24 no, hours No, that's the say I watch it Christmas Day. It's on all day. Yeah, it's on all day. Right. I own it, and I still only watch it yeah, Christmas Day. I the, we should play the board game one day. Ooh. The board game. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, we should play the board game one day. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um, What else do you got? What, what else is happening? You, you know, just uh, getting geared up for Christmas. How do, you, how do you feel about Walker not being a finalist for the Heisman? I think they had... A game late in the season that he was completely taken out of because not because he wasn't producing, but because of game script at that point. Yeah, and I think behind. and I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, I'm 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 a semi disappointed. I think he I think he deserved to be there. Not that he had a chance to win. I I guess I didn't look at Pittsburgh's quarterback stats. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hutchinson. Oh, that's another thing too. How do you feel about that fake kneel? Uh, or the fake slide. Indifferent about it because defensive players are trained. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna if you're trying to prevent targeting, that's not a good start. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, so I think that's gonna be addressed very soon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, solid think out of the box move. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, you know, I didn't look at, but like I said, I didn't look at the quarterback from Pittsburgh stats, so I was like a little surprised that they went with four this year. Uh, yeah, that's also weird. But uh, you know, Stroud, Young, Hutchinson. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, I like. I think I, Young's got it in the bag. Yeah, so do I. I think that uh, win against Georgia on Saturday kind of tied it up for him. I think he's got what forty six touchdowns. Yeah, total he, and tied tied a Georgia record too with Alabama that forty six. Yeah, or yeah, sorry, Alabama record with forty six touchdowns. So yeah, you know, exciting week. Yeah, how how that's, how, that's how, how great is it too that you know Hutchinson's in there. But there's only been three defensive players that's ever been like a finalist in the last several years, and they've all been Michigan players. Hey, you want to know who those? Woodson, Peppers, and Hutchinson. Uh, well, you forget about Chase Young, who was a finalist in 2019. But oh, true. 
and I forgot about him. the first defensive finalist for the Heisman. Like, well, I shouldn't say the first, but like a uh, the the guy to finish the highest other than Charles Woodson in the Heisman, Ron Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, Florida State. Yeah, Farouk. Farouk, <laughs> nice. So yeah, talk to him. Uh, the Red Wings are on a roll. They are. Pistons are not on a roll. We're going to talk about the Baez signing for the Tigers. We will. Kyle. Yeah. What else we got? I th- do you want me to hit the music? I think you should probably hit music today. Full spread. Yeah. Okay. How are we talking? Oh, are we back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, we don't edit. <laughs> Welcome back to Full Spread. Talk about what do we got? College football playoff rankings. College football playoff rankings at the top of the list. Yeah. Alabama beats number one Georgia 41-24 to win the SEC championship. Michigan manhandles Iowa 42-3. And Cincinnati defeats Houston 35-20 to round out the college football regular season. And our college football playoffs are set. We got Bama at number one, Michigan at number two. Georgia at three, and Cincinnati at four. We'll have Cincy versus Alabama in the Cotton Bowl on December 31st, followed by Georgia versus Michigan in the Orange Bowl with the National Championship on January 10th. But first, Michigan over Iowa. I mean, they had to win it, man. Yeah. It was that boring football game. The first quarter was a little bit nervous, and then we just pedaled the metal. Obviously, Iowa doesn't have an offense. Right, and they you know talk up their defense, and they played try to play you know uh, field position didn't work for, for them at all. Hutchinson was on a roll. Uh, McNamara didn't play perfect, but he did what he did, and then uh, you know pounding the ball with Haskins, getting some other people involved with Henning, people like that, and we just made it made it work. Here we are, boring Michigan football. Yeah, it was a solid game. I you know every time Iowa. Like at the beginning of the game, you thought Iowa was going to try to make it close. Michigan just, put Michigan's defense down, put the hammer down. It was it was great. Yeah, uh, definitely disappointed in the situation where I think it should have been Georgia and Bama again in the semifinal and just figure it out. But, there was no way it was going to uh, happen. But, so now what? There's a potential of Georgia and Bama in the final that's going to make it better? That's Yeah, but they, what they – We've seen the committee do this before Stupid. where they don't want Stupid. the same game two weeks in a row. They should because they got to figure it out. It's called whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I get why you're upset. But also there's something to be said. B, Georgia has been the number one team since the beginning of the season. Yeah, but look at their, look at their schedule this year. Their, their schedule's soft. Uh, when, you actually, when you actually look at strength of schedule – Georgia's got a better strength of schedule than Michigan. That's horseshit. That I I checked it today, so I wouldn't look like an idiot. The toughest game was Clemson the first week of the year, and then they coasted the rest of the year, except against Alabama, and it, and it showed because they weren't ready. Yeah, they, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, their side of the SEC is definitely the weaker side. Uh, it was bound, you know, we were going to figure it out one way or another. But I, you want to talk about a boring football game? Georgia Michigan is going to be probably the most important football game in the Good. world. Good, the, the boring the better for Michigan. <laughs> we'll see. I think you know. I could see that game ending the same way the Clemson game did. Be like ten to three, 10 to seven, seven to three. <laughs> yeah, bring the money. That's perfect. Yeah, up our alley. And then, yeah, Cincinnati. I know a lot of Michigan fans were upset because they wanted to play. Yeah, they wanted I mean, to get that Cincinnati matchup. Right. But like, I don't think you're ever going to see them put two teams from the same conference against each other in a semifinal. They'll be like, if they make it, they can play in the final. But, like, I don't know. And I, I get both both sides of the argument, I, I suppose. I just think, I don't know. No, I get it. I get it. But sets up, you know, we got an interesting uh, – you said you had some interesting bowl games. So I'm, these, are, these are some interesting games that I would like to see. Just because I was looking at it. So, number five, you're Irish or number five, right? I, I completely agree with that one. I would love I would love to see Ohio State and Notre Dame. Okay. Because they don't play you're each ta- other. You're talking, you're talking about ones that aren't going to happen. Okay, I got you. Potentially, right? But, like, yeah. Things aren't going to happen. Uh, I would like to see Oklahoma State and Michigan State. I think that would be interesting. I would like to see Baylor and Oregon. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, but my, my favorite one was definitely Notre Dame and Ohio State. One of they they. It was Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, two thousand. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, for, for Notre Dame. State. Well, they do. They do. I believe here in the upcoming years have home and homes against each oh. other coming up. So. All right. But those those are a couple off the top of my head that uh. You know, Pitt kind of climbed the ladder the last couple weeks. Utah climbed the ladder the last couple weeks. Pitt, Pitt, who lost to Western Michigan earlier this season. Yeah, and then we talked about that fake... Uh, the fake uh, slide, which, yeah, was kind of garbage. Yeah, they're going to go adjust that because, you know, targeting and all that kind of thing will be interesting. Yeah, how can you condition, uh, like, the defense to give up when the quarterback goes to slide and then pull a... Fl- a fake slide. I mean, hell of, hell of a fucking move. No, I mean, but it's one thing like that might, that's probably going to be the only time we see something like that ever happen. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be addressed this offseason. Yeah, they're going to nip it in the butt for sure. What else you got? What we've been talking about all season. What we've been waiting for. What's that? The Lions win. Lions win. Lions win. Yeah, you know, the most impressive thing was that final drive. And the fact that we didn't go all for it all at once. Yeah. At the end, we were dumping and dinking and dunking. And dinking and dumping and getting out of bounds. And it was meant to happen at some point. Well, we hoped, right? Uh, you know, we're still the Lions. So, I don't, you know, I, I'm happy for the tribute to Oxford. Yeah. No, I, 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 that, I, I think I'm glad we touched on that because I, I thought that was. Uh, Class for, act thing for, for all Detroit Dan sports, Campbell. for all Detroit sports in and, and Michigan football and all that kind of stuff. Like it was a definitely emotional week for Michigan in general. Um, I think that kind of helped with the cause. And um, thoughts and prayers go out to all the families that were affected over there. Uh, you know, they, they, things got to change, but that's you know for a different day and a different show. Different show, yeah. So yeah, Lions first win. Yeah, hey, gave gave Detroit something to cheer for. Let's talk. It's, it's like redneck. It's like redneck Christmas here in Michigan. Michigan's in the college football playoff, and the Lions win. Yeah, uh, the stars and the moon <laughs> were on the same page. Uh, with that being said, the Lions are still in the the realm of getting the first pick overall. Now yes. there's this talk where on McShay's board, Hutchinson's the number one draft prospect. People have been talking about it all week. Interesting, because. We need somebody up front. As much as I love him, I just don't know. I don't know if that value is the first pick overall. Yeah, I mean, we. I can, still think we trade down. Yeah. I would love to trade down. We can table this discussion because we'll be discussing it later on in the episode from one of our many questions from Facebook. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up now. Yeah, but you know, it was good to see. Like I said, like I agree with but you. That, that final drive, that final drive, that final drive like I was waiting to go to the grocery store and sat here and waited to watch the final drive because I didn't want to leave and miss the one Lions victory when we've been texting back and forth all year long about, oh, this is gonna be a great episode, sixty-six yard field goal. Oh, this is gonna be a great episode, touchdown with time well, running and out. You look, and you look at the Lions this year, like there's been a lot of games where they've lost by a game-winning field goal. So it's not like they're complete garbage. No. You know, you know they've lost, what, the Bears? Um, I can't name them all off. But you know what I'm saying? There's, no, there were a, a ton of games. They're close. This will, well, they're not close. But yeah. I think it's blown out of proportion a little bit that they were 0-10. I, com- I kind of agree. No like no I way. just think it was – it just – I'm glad they got the win because it was starting to really suck watching Dan Campbell like almost get beat down. I know he's like because you could tell it was starting to wear on him, like it was starting to wear on him. Get getting so close every week and right. coming just a little bit short. That he, I'm glad that MCDC got his win. He deserved better. No, yeah, or he has. He's deserved better this year. But I think like like we've said all year long, and it's something me and you have both said. They're in the right direction. They're going in the right direction. Yeah. They need talent. Yeah, and I just, I just, like I said, I hope the people that we keep along are buying into that program still and still on the Campbell train because I, I do enjoy his enthusiasm. Yeah, I think it's a it's breathing some life in Detroit that we haven't really had there yeah. in a while. So yeah, and you know, if I have to hear one more fan say, "Oh, look, they look like they won the Super Bowl," well, shit, man, like they've had an emotional year. Let them, let them enjoy it. Yeah, like every team, like they needed a win, yeah. you know. Like, shoot, if you were if you busted your ass for you know, right, 
10 plus you finally go weeks. there huh? you're gonna be excited right? yeah there's you know these are the top one percent of football players in the nation folks like yeah. as, as much as we get excited they probably get even more excited about it for real all right well that does it for my full spread this week full spreading full spread was yeah. all talk to the hand so that's all good well yeah we're gonna go into talk to the hand next yeah we we're are some red wings things and uh we'll talk about javier baez here in a second but let's hit the promo Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday has the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. I just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Dirty Harry's, welcome back. We're getting uh, talking to the hand here in a second. Man, I love that promo. Just a quick thing in random news. This random West Michigan Dart League, the Misfits, are playing tonight. They are 7-2 and two in their Dart League, with Dan winning three games tonight. Blake just won her first game of cricket, so shout-out to them. They are throwing stats my way as we speak. I told them I'd give them a shout-out. Ask Dan how the Pistons look. Uh, well, they just finished. Well, we'll get there in a second. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Uh, once again, we're going to talk about, do some poetry corner here, but up next, hit it. Talk to the hand. Welcome back. Uh, talk to the hand Detroit sports Pistons did play tonight against the thunder. They lost 114 to 103 tonight being Monday night, just in case you guys aren't on board with what's going on. Impressive outing from Cunningham. Played 36 minutes, shot 6 of 11 from three-point land, had 28 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. Grant had 25 and 5. Uh, Bay shot like shit again, so nothing new there. And away we go. Yeah. Uh, other games for the Pistons this week. Tuesday, the Pistons were in Portland. They lost 110 to 92. It was the first time the Pistons have played the Trailblazers since Chauncey Billups became the head coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cunningham had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and for the first time this season, we get to talk about... Beef Stew? Beef Stew Double Double. Double Double. Double Double. Well, he had two in a row. Ooh. He had one against Phoenix on that Thursday game, too. Ooh. 12 and 14. Yeah, and on Thursday, Detroit was in Phoenix and lost 114-103. Phoenix has won like a million in a row. Yeah. I think they're 19 and 3 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Grant had 34 points. Cunningham had 19 points, 5 assists. Cunningham's coming around with the shooting finally. Everyone who saw the uh, floor scored that night in Phoenix. Yeah. So, And uh, Mr. Hayes, you know, a lot of high praise from um, Dwayne Casey moving forward about his growth. If he can stay healthy. Like I've been telling everybody, I have a lot of faith in him long term. Um, especially when we trade Jeremy Grant. Good, good. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the same old, same old with the Pistons. Right now we're on the we're at the bottom of the league. Us in Houston know. probably, I think, right? Uh, we are by, by a landfall right now. Actually, it's us in Orlando right now mm. in the entire league. Uh, speaking of Orlando, Mr. Franz Wagner is on a roll. Is he? Yes, he's starting now for Orlando. Ooh. For that 5-19 team that you're speaking of. Yeah. And Houston must have won a couple games because we were there. They've won six in a row, so they're out of the cellar as well. Yeah. So, news to me. As we've said every week on Talk to the Hand, get chat. Get chat. Yeah, why not? All right, moving on. This week's ring finger on Talk to the Hand. We had no middle fingers this week on Talk to the Hand. No, I'm sure we could find one. We, we could find to. one if we wanted to. My, my mother begged me not to put Detroit, the Lions or Michigan football as the middle fingers this week. Fair. Well, it's been a good week for Michigan sports in general. It really has. But the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Winners of five in a row. Yeah. Uh, the Red Wings on Tuesday beat the Bruins 2-1 yep. to one in Boston for De- the Detroit Red Wings' 3,000th victory in All franchise time. history. Yeah. Zadina and Stahl both score. 
Nadelkovic stops 41. He's on a roll. Namastinkov. 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 Thank you. That's yeah. why That's that's why I love you. Suter and Lindstrom all have assists in that game. Yep. Depth scoring is what's keeping us over the hump right now. But moving forward, we played Kraken on Wednesday. Yeah. On uh, a shootout. We won 4-3. to three. Yeah. Barkin and Earn scoring the shootout. Yeah. And then Saturday night. Once again, in a shootout, no, not a shootout, an overtime win against the Islanders, 4-3. to three. Interesting game. What a snipe from Mo Sider, though, to win the game. Uh, top right-hand corner, fantastic. A couple things I want to throw out there uh, with the Red Wings and their success. You know, they're, they're, playing, they're buying into each other of closing out games much better than they were last year. The Red Wings are 7-1-3 and three in one-goal games this year. It's a pretty good stat. In overtime, they're six and three, and they're one and zero in the shootout. When leading after two periods, Detroit is nine zero and two. And then when scoring first, they are eight two and two. So a lot of faith in closing down, a lot of growth there compared to last year, where you know if we fell behind, it was a disaster. Uh, a lot of um, a lot of maturity coming along with the young guns. Raymond's still kicking it. Larkin's still the engine. Uh, Bertuzzi is on protocol, uh, covered protocol. Mark Stahl just got in the protocol. So we'll kind of see, you know, these bits and pieces. We're, we're hanging on by, you know, right. by a string. But we're making it work. I think we won five in a row, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, we If the playoffs ended today, we'd be, I think, in the seventh spot. However, yeah, the wild card. In the wild card. However, there are teams behind us that we have games in hand on. So it doesn't really mean too much. Right. But. Yeah. But I mean, a huge surprise. I mean, we're still getting uh, Raymond scored another goal this week. Uh, in that cracking game, Cider had two assists in that game. Larkin yeah. had two assists in that game. Most Cider is about to break Nick Lindstrom's rookie record for defensive points in a season. Like, that's impressive. Like, already? Uh, no, not already. Oh, okay. You pace. just mean on pace. Okay, I was like, I was like holy he is He is something else. And, you know, we were all wondering, is as Red Wing fans, when these prospects were going to get, you know, dabble in, and they're showing up. Now, I'm curious next year when all these Finnish and Swedish players come along, this is when we start really figuring out what our team's going to be in the next five, seven years. But great start. Yeah. No, it really has been great. Uh, this week, tonight, we go – Nashville travels to Detroit for the ESPN Plus Game of the Week. Ooh-wee. Available on ESPN Plus Hulu or Valley Sports. Nashville. 7 p.m., then Thursday, the Red Wings are at the Blues. And Friday, Detroit heads to Denver for a matchup with the Avalanche. The Avalanche. Not like the old school days, but you never know. Yeah, now that we're not in the same and, conference, it sounds fun. And I did pick the Avalanche to win, and they are struggling. You did, and I, I, I tend to recall that. But I want to let you know about this. I think in the AFC. The AFC? No, in the NFC, all my playoff teams are in the playoff race right now. I picked. Nice. I need to actually go back and check. I had somebody, I had somebody tell me that our we did terrible on our picks, or maybe I did terrible on my picks, and I wanted to go back and check that this week because the seating, the seatings are off. The seatings are but off, the and the records, picked... but the and the records, I'm sure, are off because me and you had some teams. And Seattle isn't making it. Yeah, no, Georgia. Seattle's not making but it. But all three of the West are in the playoff hunt. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, we both had San Francisco. We both had all three in the West they're, in the playoff the, final. Uh, seventh or whatever, right? Yeah, seven. I think because we, I think we had New Orleans probably. As I actually our had. Team. I had Arizona as my seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I think. I don't know. That was a long time ago. D- uh, quick Detroit Tigers news: signed Baez. signed Baez to a seven-year, hundred forty million dollar contract. Our short. He will be our shortstop for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Silver Slugger Award winner, Gold Glove Award winner. Uh, should have some stability in our infield for us. Could play short, second base, third base, anywhere really in the infield. He's gonna. He says he's going to be enjoying playing with Miggy to kind of – he thinks he can become a better player by hanging out with Miggy is what I'm trying to say there. Should be interesting. I, I'm curious of his numbers. I'm Baseball's goofy right now. Uh, you know, the strikeout rate for – Batters is bananas, and he's got one of the worst. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I you know I was indifferent about it. Just just so you know, the feast by Spymusters Sports brought you this news first two weeks ago. Yeah, Javi Baez signing with the Tigers. Yeah, I didn't believe it. Thank you, Stat Boy Burns. Yeah, I didn't believe it. 
But I'm, it's growing on me. Yeah. And then moving on real quick, college basketball. MSU climbs to number 19 in the polls with wins over Louisville 73-64 and Toledo 81-68 this week. This this upcoming week, MSU will be at undefeated Minnesota Wednesday and Penn State will be in East Lansing on Saturday. Typical Michigan State roster doing its thing with Tom Izzo coaching the way, leading yeah. the way. Possibly the greatest basketball coach that ever lived. I, I, you know, for being a Michigan fan, I respect the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Right. And then on to U of M, the only down part for U of M this week. Was that week. the week when we lost to North Carolina by a million? Yeah. Fall, yeah. U of M falls out of the top 25 this week. They fall to North Carolina 72-51, and then they beat San Diego State 72-58 on Saturday. Dickinson hit for three for three from three. That was interesting. Uh, I'm excited for Big Ten play, but we, we got to start figuring out. And I think, you know, a lot of people talking about our offense right now. I think that's playing off that we're not playing great defense yet either. Yeah. I think our offense with Juwan Howard comes off our great defense. And, you know, I don't think people, and Burns made a point of this uh, to me the other day, I don't think people realize the loss of Franz Wagner and how much he meant on perimeter defense. You know, there's really nobody on our team that's hitting the three right now. So, you know, kicking it inside to Dickinson, he's got nowhere to kick it out to. So, interesting moving forward. But I think Houston's trying to figure it out as a freshman. Uh, Collins might be stealing more minutes from Jones. He played 25 over in San Diego State, and Jones only played 15, 17 or something like that. So, interesting there. And Diabate is going to be probably one and done, but he's a man-child, and I think he's going to get here we come. Okay. So, hopefully it all works out, but. I think we got to start working on our defense personally, but you know what I mean? Defense, 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 pound the rock. That's, yeah, that we're, we're in great belief that great defense wins championships. I strongly believe that. Yeah. Both offense of is two. sexy. We don't agree on a, a ton, but that is something offense that we definitely is, agree is on. Offense is sexy, but I, you know, defense, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. All right, that does it for this week's Talk to the Hand. Poetry Corner. Poetry Corner and a little, uh, I think we got a little Christmas promo coming up. A little promo. Oh, before, speaking of, oh, well, I'll hash that after a while. Yeah, hit the, hit the music. Hi, it's getting into that time of year again. Christmas carols, snow, festive lights, and cheer. But also with that come shopping and terrible drivers. Come on. No one wants to go spend two hours waiting in line to save 50 cents on a turkey baster. Plus, you don't want to put someone's grandmother in a holly jolly early Christmas grave because she cut you off going 30 in a 45. Well, I have a solution for you. Hi, I'm The Cake with Spinebuster Sports. We have partnered with Teespring.com so you can shop for all the new Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise on your phone or computer from wherever you are. Whether you're taking a massive poop or crying in a walk-in cooler, you can shop for all the new Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise. Hoodies to keep you warm, throw pillows for you to scream into, or a pint glass for you to enjoy your favorite medium-thick beverage out of. Go to www.teespring.com and search Spinebuster Sports. That's www.teespring.com and search Spinebuster Sports. Thank you and have a happy holiday from everyone here at Spinebuster Sports. T T T E E T S P R I N G. I want to say T. About that, I got some cool stuff. Yeah. Teespring.com. Did you know? I got a towel. Yeah, I saw that. I got a couple of coffee mugs. Yeah. I think I got a hoodie. You did. Did I get a t-shirt? You did. What else did I get? I think that was it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so go there. Yeah. Awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah, check out our Facebook page. I almost got, got the little neck sleeve thing. Oh, well, like if you're a skier. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, if you're still wearing masks around town, there's masks on there. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff on there. Uh, 
Spine Buster Sports and the Feast. And the Feast. Uh, tumblers, pint glasses. Yeah, I'm excited to drink my medium-thick coffee beverage in my <laughs> coffee mugs. Uh, throw pillows, beach towels, throw yeah, blankets. Yeah, I'm about the beach towel. Yeah, I saw the beach towel. It was the one thing I was like... Random. You sent me the text about you loading up on stuff, and I got home and checked it. It doesn't tell me who bought stuff. It just tells me what they bought now. Oh, well, gotcha. It wasn't like the last one that told me who. So we'll just go ahead and thank everyone that got on and bought this week. I don't know who you are, but I hope you enjoy your The Feast and Spinebuster Sports mer- merchandise. Yeah, give us feedback how it is, all that good stuff. I'm excited to... Everything I've seen so far that's looks nice. pretty good. Yeah, yeah we got... Spinebuster Sports hanging on the wall in the we'll, Pound Cake we'll, Studios. We'll, we'll snap a picture next week when it's fully done. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, Sox, we were talking about it earlier, you know, um, found a nice little quote of the week this week. Ooh. Yeah. Quote of the week. Now, quote of the week, something new we're doing. I saw this on Twitter today, but I'll be pulling quotes from either work or, you know, if Sox tells me something funny somebody said to him this week or something funny we see on the internet. Or I'm just fucking funny. Yeah, or we're just fucking funny. But Phil Kessel was at, but for the Phoenix Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes. Hockey. Hockey. Phil Kessel was asked uh, about the rumors that the Coyotes might be moving again, and he was quoted as saying, as long as the city sells good hot dogs, I could give two fucks where we go. Yep, sounds like Phil Kessel. And that was this week's Quote of the Week. Quote of the Week. Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Salt and peppers here. Salt, 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 salt and peppers here. Salt, 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 salt and peppers here. Salt and peppers here. Salt, salt, salt and peppers here. Salt and peppers here, and we're in effect. Want you to push it. Cooling by day, then at night, working up a sweat. Come on, girls, let's show the guys what we know. How to become number one in a hot part. Excuse me. Party show. Now push it. Premiumbeat.com. And that was Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. That was Salt and Pepper. Push it. They're here. They're here. Salt, salt, salt. Salt, salt. I was excited to do that Salt, one. salt, salt. That was, that was in the chamber for a minute. Right. So, Socks, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. It's, the, it's December. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas treat? As far as like anything, like a like, fur, like treat. Oh, treat, treat. Not uh, your favorite Christmas I was tree. Say Charlie Brown's tree, bro. Like that's obvious. Or that or the Rockefeller Center one. But I, I love it so much right now. Christmas treat. Christmas treat. Probably your Oreo cheesecake. I didn't really think about you answering it that way, but yeah, that was an easy one. Uh like I said, I'm not very treaty. I. I am fortunate enough. My is there anything that you? My there, stepfather makes a really good rump roast. Okay. For like you know, for not eating meat, he kills it. Yeah. So that's that's I like that. Okay. I mine, either the white fudge Oreos that I used to make said cheesecake. Fair. Or little Debbie Christmas trees, white uh, cake only, no chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy, not my alley. Kennedy enjoys them too. So. Uh, update. Ooh. The Misfits won 8-4. The Misfits. In the, their West Michigan Dart League. So congratulations. Where were they at tonight? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cong- congrats, Dan and Blake, on yeah. Big W this week in, in the Kalamazoo Area Dart League. Yeah. Random for all you folks that hate us for talking weird stuff. Yeah. That's okay. Get your shit together, Moscow. Yeah, Moscow. All right, Socks, you re- I know you've been waiting for it. You've been waiting so long to hear this music. Are you ready to hear it? Uh, let's do it. Hit it, Kyle. Today's questions from Facebook are brought to you by... Low standards and poor decision-making. I think business-wise, the biggest poor decision-making is me not being music director anymore. 
I mean, you can always be music director. It's just when I start thinking that we need stuff, I just get it taken care of. And I always run it past you before we put it on the show. I don't know about that one. I did run that past you. Was I happy about it? Uh, you weren't. You didn't say yeah. anything about it. Yeah, I should have. You, yeah, you should have. We're, part, we're partners here. Are well, we? Yeah, we're, par- we're well, partners. That music says otherwise. Yeah, well, I mean, now. <laughs> <laughs> All good. <laughs> Questions. Good thing we only do this thing every three weeks. Yeah, right. Yes, questions from Facebook this week. Uh, multiple time question asker Brad asks, mm. "What should the Lions do with the number one pick outside of trading down?" Yeah, and then I told him let's trade down, and then he made it known that besides that, blah 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 blah. And blah. that there should be like people that talk about this stuff and but on the internet like us. Yeah. So. So with the number one pick, we talked about it a little bit earlier, Hutchinson. and and I agree. I think you take Hutchinson with the number one pick if you don't trade down. And let's say we're both on board with the fact of trading down. If you can trade down, that is the first it's a, this, option. This year especially because it's all about assets moving forward. Yes. we. If we were, if I we should were... say we. The Lions need more <laughs> players. Yeah. But. Hutchinson. That's what happens when the Packers are off a week. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're not going to go in? You don't want oh, to? Hutchinson. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I, I don't know. We'll ruin his career. <laughs> Brad also asks, top five hall passes. Now, are we talking celebrities? Uh, Yes, let's just go with celebrities so we don't get ourselves into any trouble. Uh, I had a list and I didn't. Um, I wrote mine down. While you're trying to Olivia figure... Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde? Yeah. Okay, I had Olivia Munn. Nope, that's one too. Okay. Blake Lively? Yeah, she's a kind of a biatch. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but you know I'm into that yeah, thing. Yeah, that's up here. That's fair. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Leighton Meester. All right. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I'd put that. Yeah, fair. Mina Kimes. Touche. Hmm. So we got two of yours, Olivia Wilde and Olivia Munn, and... Solid with, solid with the Olivia Wilde, or Olivia Wilde, so yeah. anything um, Let me ponder, I'll come back to this, I'll, I'll click. Okay. Kyle Kessler asks, will you be watching the new John Cena show on HBO Max? What show is that? It's, uh, I want to say it's some kind of superhero show, oh. but I have the que- I have the answer for this one, and Kyle, friend, you should know this. There's absolutely no way we're going to be able to watch that show because no one can see John Cena. Next. <laughs> there. A friend of the show, Alan, asks, how many Lions and Rams wins if the Goff and Stafford trade doesn't happen? You know, I'm thinking about this because it'd be a little bit different of the rebuilding. It would be. And I did think about that too, but I actually I went through their schedules today, both of them. And looked like if nothing else changed about those games other than the quarterback. Yeah, Kunis. Okay. Natalie Portman. Okay. Bang. Natalie Portman. I love Natalie Portman. Okay. Okay. When she had that rap on SNL, just put her up a notch, man. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Listen up. Yeah. Okay. But I would think the Lions, like, it, we're, we're going at the games the Lions played, well, obviously, well, already. Okay, so if we, if we don't trade Stafford, do we try to re-sign Galladay? That, that's where I would start there. Okay, and that's, what well, now we're, you know I'm I mean? just saying everything else is the same except the quarterbacks are switched. I don't think that would have happened. No, and I don't think it would happen either, but, like, that's just what I'm going with. So that being said, I would say we'd have four wins total. I w- was going to say eight by the Lions. Wow. Yeah. Unless Hawkinson got more wide open. Yeah. That's fair. But I figure, like, some of these games were so close, I figured Stafford could be the the difference yeah. point of getting over the hump. Okay, five. Okay. And then the Rams, I put on f- six wins. So that would put them, what, six and seven? Yeah. Fair. Yeah, like, I just, you know, that defense but, was going to keep them in some of but these games. I would I would say even a little bit more because I think if they still had Goff, they'd run the ball more. That's fair. You know, the Rams. They, and they would have the Rams, it too. The Rams are built on their defense. Yeah. I don't understand why. I, I, I understand the Stafford trade to get him over the hob. McVay's that guy, that offensive coordinator whiz, blah, blah, blah. And run the ball. You have the, one of the, on paper, one of the best defenses. Run the ball. 
Yeah. Anyway. And you have two solid running backs. You saw Sonny Michelle step into a starting you know, role this week and perform. And if, if it was Jacksonville, but if he performed. Cam Akers, maybe it'll be different, too. Yeah. But, Cam Akers would be a difference maker. You know, but Henderson's all this, been... Throwing all this, throwing all this pressure of, on Stafford to come out of the gate and be a difference maker over Goff, you guys got to remember that Goff did get him to a Super Bowl. You can't take that away. But because of their defense. So run on your defense, keep the other... Look at uh, who did Kansas City play last night on Sunday? Uh, Denver. Second quarter. What did Denver do? They had the ball for like 13 minutes yeah. in the second quarter. Denver was just pounding the rock and kept Kansas City off the field. This is gonna be the new change in the NFL because it all rotates over time. Where yeah. passing league, passing league. And, you know, guys like Sean Alexander, Priest Holmes come out of nowhere and run the seen, ball. And we've seen it with Derrick Henry the last couple of seasons and what the Titans have been able but to do. Here we, here we go. Of, I think it's going to start flipping the, the run game again. So we could see it this playoffs. That's, that's smart. Yeah. Why, why not keep one of the best quarterbacks off the field? Yeah. All right. Next, uh, Lori Fulton, my high school yearbook teacher, asks, why isn't Lou Whitaker in the Hall of Fame? She's a big, she's a big Tigers fan. I did some research did, on this too. I did too. So one of the players that I was comparing to was Ryan Sandberg, who I love. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, Lou Whitaker had a higher WAR. Yes, a WAR of seventy-five point one. Correct. Which is seventh all time for a second baseman. Yes. So the fact that he's not, with that being said, starting there. I'm not sure why he's not in there. You know, the the most that I could find, uh, like, digging was during that time frame, because Sandberg got a little, Sandberg had a little bit more power to him. Right. But in that time frame, you know, Whitaker didn't have the most amount of power in the majors. What second baseman really does, though. No, exactly. And he was a great fielder. And in his... When he was playing, they didn't really care much for those things in baseball. Like, yeah, they were valued, but it wasn't valued as much as like a yeah, big bat. Lou Whitaker did help Tigers get a World Series. No, Saber but you, but you know, do you know that uh, before Jack Morris and Alan Trammell were elected in December 2017, that there was not a single Tiger from the 1984 Tigers in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And you know there's still a team. The 81 Dodgers don't have a single player from their World Series team in the Hall of Fame. Interesting. That, yeah, was, a so, stri- that was a strike short in season, though. But, uh, yeah, high war. Um, you know, it's just in the in the aspect of reward or rewards, awards. He was never really in the top ten in MVP. No. really not in the top ten. Well, and of, they, pl- they place a lot of emphasis on batting average from back in those days and he didn't have like a, a spectacular batting average Ryan Sandberg only batted nine points higher yeah exactly and like it's just Whitaker's on base percentage was higher no his on base percentage OPS. is enough his on base percentage in his career is enough to get him into the Hall of Fame I don't know uh he didn't have as many strikeouts he had 400 more walks um he had more RBIs than Sandberg more doubles than Sandberg. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you look at somebody like that, more runs scored than Sandberg. You know what I mean? You look at stuff like that, and I question it a little bit. Now, Sandberg went to 10 All-Star games. Ludic only went to five. You know, there's things like that that's yeah. kind of a bummer. But wow. they were also they were also part of the most prolific double play tandem in I mean, history. Yeah. You know? So... We, I, I don't think he's far out. Yeah. I, I don't know how many years he's got left. I'm not sure. Yeah, we can't. We're stumped as to why yeah. this is a thing. So I agree. Sorry we couldn't answer your question, Mrs. Fullen. Misha. Uh, Mike Moore asks Have you guys ever thought of going to Nashville? You could do a show from here. Next. Or yes. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see, Mike, but. Things and stuff, and I might people. be in Vegas for the next week for March Madness. Ooh, think about that. Katie O'Leary asks, "What common hot dog condiment absolutely does not belong on a hot dog?" See, that's more up your alley because I'm plain Jane. Ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. Oh boy, it doesn't. Ketchup. It doesn't. Ketchup doesn't belong on a hot dog. Relish would be my second one. All right. Chili cheese, onion, mustard, brother. Okay. 
Mayonnaise. Uh, I have, God. Uh, I mean. Don Keegan asks, who has more influence on high schoolers? R. Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly, or Brian Kelly? Day and age machine gun Kelly, yeah. Uh, fr- friend of ours, Nikki Weber, said machine gun Kelly because she wanted to do him <laughs> or punch him. I think she oh. said, I'm not sure. All right, uh, and then Craig Lindsley asks, Craigers, right? This is really for me, I think. What does it say about Brian Kelly that none of his assistants went? With him to LSU. I like his new Southern accent. Don't, don't you love his new Southern accent? He is. I love the fact that he's coming back around being a jackass. Oh, dude, he's a terrible. He's been kind of quiet at Notre Dame he, as far as being his. Well, because he because Brian Kelly plays the role that's given to him essentially. But you know how he's like a kind of maniac. Mm-hmm. Like he's been quiet in the last couple of years. Yeah, probably because him and Swarbrick haven't been getting along. Now he's going back to jackass mode, well, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, like uh, I there, it was out there on multiple outlets this week his this southern accent that just appeared out of nowhere uh his his four minute speech to the players at notre dame the fact that he called the 7 a.m meeting the night the morning after they found out and then left on a plane directly out of there uh his many other things uh robert slay and Coach for the past, oh Lafleur, yeah, were assistant graduate assistants of Brian Kelly's at CMU. Okay, and one year Brian Kelly, what they thought invited them to a Christmas party at his house, mm. but Soleil and Lafleur were not invited to the Christmas party at his house. Brian Kelly had them shoveling the driveway and parking cars that night. Sounds all right. And when they went back to their apartment that they rented together and stood around their kitchen table because they couldn't afford chairs for the table being graduate assistants. These two had a conversation and talked about the fact that they would never treat people the way they were treated. And that, and I think that right there says a lot about Brian Kelly as a yeah. person. Now, like, don't get me wrong. He won a lot of games for Notre Dame and I loved him as a Notre Dame coach, but that doesn't mean he's a piece of garbage. Yeah. And like I said to many people who talked to me about the this this week was – I don't know why people are surprised. He left Cincinnati the same exact way. Why would you be surprised about that? I'm not. No, and I know you aren't, but like people no. talking to me about it like I'm going to be upset. Like, no, it, like I wasn't upset about it because one... How long was he in Notre Dame? Ten years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I feel like he's here the ten-year cycle. Yeah, and then it, uh, when I said that I would comment on that question for sure... Craig asked, "Does it say more about Kelly or coaching at Notre Dame?" And I think, as much as I love, as much as I love Notre Dame, this says way more about Brian Kelly yeah. as a person and how much of a, just a piece of garbage he is as a person. Yeah. Than it does about Notre Dame. Right. Um. I. But I do want to react. That's why to, you need. You should probably bring in Tim Tim Tebow. I do want to react to a couple things though. <laughs> uh. Tommy Reese came out this week after Brian Kelly talked and addressed the team and said that there was no way he would be leaving, that he wanted to stay here and finish what he had started. Probably what he meant was as a quarterback at Notre Dame and <laughs> win a national championship with uh, at Notre Dame. And also, I don't know. Does that mean they're joining the conference? One thing at a time, sir. Uh, and then also... Uh, our new coach, defense coordinator, defensive guy. coordinator being uh, introduced to the team and the team yeah. reacting very well. It seemed like a very, it seemed like it, he is a, a coach for the players. It'll be interesting. He's never coached before. He's never been a head coach before, you know, getting his start, getting his chance at Notre Dame. If he has coaches behind him, that can still recruit. That's going to be what it's going to be. About. Yeah. I think he was on his way. He was on his way to a recruiting trip in Michigan when he, after when he got the phone call from Swarbrick and turned around and came back. All right. So, and then a couple more questions from Facebook. These were written down for me by friends of the show, Dave and Allie. Oh boy. Uh, these were done a week ago because we didn't do questions from Facebook last week. So Correct. I'm going to change mostly because of the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change them up uh, just a touch. So should Georgia be in the college football playoff if they didn't win their conference? Yes. Okay. 
Should a team whose opponent's win-loss record is less than 500 be ranked in the top 10? No. Well, joke's on them because Notre Dame's opponent's win-loss record is 500. Mm. And after we face Oklahoma State, it'll be higher. Mm. Best group of five conference in terms of teams, entertainment, win-loss record, and recent bowl history. Repeat that. Best group of five conference in terms of teams, entertainment, win-loss record, and recent bowl history. You'd have to say SEC, right? I would. I'd probably say SEC just because. Or ACC because of Clemson. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, if we're talking just strictly football, you could go either or. I would probably say SEC or the Big Ten when we're talking full spectrum of sports. I think, I mean, if you like the. Big Ten's just a different vibe of football. I don't... I don't. No, but I'm talking... But if we talk basketball, too, and oh, if we're talking about everything... About news, so that's why I thought... Yeah, no, I... Yeah. Oh, yeah, bowl history. Yeah, that does make sense. So, if we're talking football, I'd say SEC yeah. right now. I'd go SEC, Big Ten, ACC... Big 12, Pac-12? Big 12, Pac-12. That's fair. Yeah. And then, or two more questions. Allie asks, why is Miami, Florida better than South Bend, Indiana? The sun. I don't think we, yeah, I don't think we even need to Michael cover that. Urban. And then, my favorite question of the week. The question of the week. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> favorite server to have ever worked at the pubs? Hmm. I'm gonna say myself. That's fair. Wait, look at you taking my look at you take uh turning heel and pulling a cake answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's because you never served. Hardly. Yeah, that's yeah, there we go. Uh I'd say we can't say ourselves. Okay. Favorite Dave Lund. <laughs> Love you for that answer. Dave Lund. We were, we were just talking about that. Yeah. He uh, was the best. Our era was awesome. Our era was, was so awesome. The best team player when him and I worked up front in the crappy shifts. Oh, dude, that was just glorious. Dude, that's like uh, me and Eric Oberthaler. But Andrew, but Andrew and Bilski on Saturday mornings was fun. Oh yeah, Bilski, Nicola, Stephanie, Caitlin. I mean, we were all everybody. Uh, my personal favorite was Liz. Liz. Yeah, like so that one was easy. Uh, but Mikey, dear diary, dear diary, Nick, Nick, you, oh God. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, I don't you know. We, we, we were a unit back then. We were just, Dan and I were just talking about all that, but yeah, we had quite the crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, must've had one great manager to bring you all together. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Not really. Next week. Next week, where is my cheat sheet? It's behind my computer. I will talk about some SNL because I believe it's back. I, I will try and watch some SNL. You won't. I will just send you the clips Okay. that are important. Uh, next week, we have to start off with some bowl games. Oh, the man who starts, yes. And then uh, talk to the hand. Probably hit that. Maybe a little full spread. Will the, 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 I don't know if we'll have enough time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the following week, I'm really excited for the Christmas movie episode. Yeah, I think maybe that week, you know, depending, we might just do, just sprinkle some sports and keep it Christmas crazy, yes? Yeah, fuck sports. Yeah. What are we even doing? Yeah, what what are we doing? We don't we're, know. We're, we're sports analysts. Are we? Yeah, we could we could fill it out on our on our LinkedIn if Jimmy Clausen's a college football analyst. You're true. And if Brian Kelly has a southern accent, anything's possible. <laughs> Me and my family. <laughs> Dude, I could I was I didn't text you anything about the whole Brian Kelly saga this week because I I tend not to text you about that stuff because I want to talk about it here rather than text you and ruin the conversation about it. Yeah. What a, he's such a dirtball. Oh, he's such a douche. I, I did like him. Like, well, thank up. goodness he's gone since he killed that kid at Notre Dame. Oh God, that's old. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate questions on Facebook. Very much. We don't appreciate the music. I don't. I do. It'll grow on me. 
I appreciate Kyle. We need to change it up anyways. We can't always be brought to you by poor standards and low deci- or low standards of poor decision making. Why? So. What's what's going to change out of that? Nothing. Yeah. You want you want a nice little short hard rock one that's just like no, I'm thinking, questions from Facebook. I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I got yeah. Um, Trees are green. Yeah. And, and questions, questions from, from Facebook. Facebook. Well, see. <laughs> so I think I think I just got re. Back promoted a musical. I think me and you just had one of those uh, moments. I'm that happy that I didn't lock eyes. Once you know, one of these days we're gonna do like a recap of like the last year or yeah, something. Well, That's gonna be on there. Day, days that we don't finally feel like doing a podcast, we'll have <coughs> memories from the other 82 podcasts. Because yeah. we don't take a week off. Yeah, no weeks off, no days off over here. No days off. I will be on vacation next week, hopefully. Ooh. So I might even be more crazy. Yeah. Get all the crazy. Get all the crazy. Yeah. I am <laughs> never on a vacation for the foreseeable future. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. But. But. Oreo cheesecake. Yes. Oreo cheesecake. I got it. Yeah. I'm going to have, uh, I'm actually going to have like a little mini vacation around Christmas time because with it falling on a Saturday. Well, yeah. So I'll only have, oh. Only have to work Wednesday, Thursday, that week. I'll have uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. That's hot. Yeah, it is pretty hot. Makes me excited. And the pantaloons. The pantaloons. The pantaloons. We got some new equipment coming in next week. Uh, Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully next week. Next year. 2023. <laughs> like, cheesecake or equipment? Which comes first? <laughs> uh, cheesecake. Well, first I got to clear off a spot on the desk with the equipment. Yeah. Because it's going... Right there, probably. We gotta build some, build some stuff. I'm thinking about maybe. We'll pull out. We'll pull out. Nobody knows what the hell we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, nobody it's has awesome. any idea because we're just pointing at Are stuff. You guys still hanging out. Them. Kudos for you guys yeah, hanging out. Kudos. Far. Thank you, Liz, who I know is still here. <laughs> yeah. And you'll enjoy that shout out this week. She didn't like our shout out last week. She goes, "I've been waiting weeks she didn't for like my shout out." She's like, week. "I've been waiting weeks for a shout out, and that's what you guys talk about." But you'll enjoy. Questions from Facebook this week. Vacationing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, one vacationing in the city of Pittsburgh. I think I think <laughs> I want her more because she was impressed that I answered at two a.m. our time. Oh yeah, no, she was fully impressed by that because she called me after the fact. Holler, uh, once again, appreciate listening. We're gonna yeah. hit the outro music. Yeah, we are. Uh, remember, teespring.com Tea. for all your The Feast and Spinebuster Sports bunch merchandise of needs. Bunch of different color schemes. Bunch of different color schemes. I, how do you like The Feast color schemes? I do like them. They're good. I, I worked I'm hard a, on those I'm for you. I'm a black and blue guy. Yeah, plus I like that. Like we had, I, I ordered a Feast shirt this week, too. Did you? Yeah, because I couldn't just have Spinebuster Sports. Tea? I ordered, yeah, women's deep V. <laughs> well played. Deep V. Deep V. All the way to the belly button. I think it'd be Speedos. Oh, I've got another funny story oh. from work. Uh, so we have two guys that come in semi-regularly. I've never met them because they always sit at tables. But they own the Vortex downtown, which I... Do you know what the Vortex is? I was just uh, told that this was Kalamazoo's premier gay bar. I did not know that there was a gay bar in Kalamazoo anymore. But, you know... They were telling one of my managers how they were looking for go-go boys ah, and, and how much said go-go boys make a night. Like, uh, on a Saturday, like... Really? Yeah, really. Whoa. So, I looked at my manager and was like, I'll absolutely do it. Go tell them. So, she goes and tells them. And as they're leaving, one of the guys comes up to the bar and goes, hey... We'll make sure to call you on bear night. Well, we had, fucking played. We had a nice good laugh, but yeah, I, I mean, we could, me and you could pack out a bar in Kalamazoo. Well, that's what I'm saying. All like, we have to do is show up in a Speedo and dance. That's remember <laughs> the whole Dennis um, from Always Sunny episode. Yeah. Like, just own it, man. Yeah. No, that's I was like, I'll go in there and <laughs> freaking, up. yeah, clean up, dude. And once a month, we, we promote the shit out of that. Oh, Boom. Popping bellies. Yeah. But uh, bear night, <laughs> bear night. I, I'd be, I'd be on baby cub night. <laughs> be a tandem. Yeah. We'd have to alternate weeks. Who do, could they Yogi, handle that? Yogi and Boo Boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
boo-boo socks. It's just me and you in freaking a hat. He, he and comes peering with boo-boo and socks. Tie. And I'm wearing my, my socks, too. Yeah. that's happening. Oh, God. Boo-boo socks. Oh, man. But, yeah, you talking about Speedos brought that up. Uh, make sure to... Pound sign us. Yeah. <laughs> make sure to pound sign us. Follow us on Facebook by searching Spinebuster Sports. There's a group page and a business page. Yeah. Like one and you'll find the other. Uh, make sure to listen to The Feast by Spinebuster Sports every week where you find your podcasts at, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify. Yes. And, you know, everybody, take time. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend about us. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of inside jokes, but, you know, if they get on bird early in season one, they're just going to amp up from there. Yeah. So We're these, getting better about it. These characters are everyday characters, everybody. Yeah. So, so beware of that. But as we say every week, we appreciate each and every one of you listening out there. Thanks to Brussels, the Netherlands, Germany, Moscow, Ireland, Mexico, and Toronto. Good night, Mexico. <laughs> Good night, Mexico. Good <laughs> Well, I know I'm good on vacation. Practicing. Yeah. All right, everybody. We will see you next week with the beginning of NCAA Bowl Madness. Yeah. Notre Dame. Not in the playoffs. Brian Kelly's a douche. Brian Kelly's a douche. Are we hitting the outro? Oh, yeah. We're going to hit the outro. This will be covered by outro. We're already outroing. Remember remember where I told you we we put the outro music after the fact. I know you do. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. I love you. on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>